Hey guys, Alex here. We canceled our January 21st Sunday gathering because of the heavy snowfall we had received last week and the super low temperatures, uh, which I was afraid was going to turn into a lot of runoff and then into a lot of ice as temperatures kept staying so below freezing. And because we rent space uh, as a church and couldn't guarantee the condition of the parking lot, I just decided to cancel. I thought it was a safer thing to do. We're going to continue our series on idolatry on January the 28th. But I wanted to take a few minutes and talk about what the Bible has to say about snow. And sometimes I get into these series and it's all serious and I'm doing all the studying and reading and thinking and I'm at heart just a Bible nerd. Like, I'm really nerdy and I love to just do fun things like, what does the Bible have to say about snow? I'm curious. Um, first off, as a kid, I had this question, like, does it actually snow in Israel? Because every picture I saw was like a desert with rocks and if maybe a few like uh, shrubs, but no trees. I'm like, do they actually get snow? Well, yes, here's your answer. Um, on the mountains, Israel gets snow quite often. There's even a ski resort in the Golan Heights, for example. But rarely does it get snow in most of the country, where most of the story of the Bible happens. There's not a lot of snow. Um, Jerusalem and Bethlehem do see snow roughly every 10 years or so. There was a really big snowfall back in 2013. Um, and if you look up snow in Jerusalem, there'll probably be pictures from that. But it usually only lasts maybe a day or two and then quickly melts off. So snow was a pretty special event in Israel. I grew up in Tennessee where even the threat of snow made the grocery stores like completely sell out and it would shut down the whole city because they're like, we saw a flake, you know, it's the end. It was very rare, but when it snowed, it was very special. It was magical because it didn't happen very often. That's kind of how I felt about this snow that we just had in Philadelphia because it's been so many years since we've had a real snow. I, I got some of that magic again. It was fun to see. And then after a day of shoveling, I was like, nope magic over i'm done with it that's probably though how it was in israel it happened so infrequently that snow took on like a magical or a mythic quality probably jesus had probably seen only two to three snowfalls in his life before he was killed he had probably seen snow from a distance on high mountain peaks but actually like seeing snow on the ground that he could touch and play in probably only happened two to three times in his life so Let's nerd out for a minute and talk about what the Bible says about snow. Now, first of all, it's used to describe the hair of Jesus in the book of Revelation, but also kind of the, uh, the hair of or the face or the head of Yahweh. In Daniel 7, 9, it says, As I looked, thrones were set up. And the Ancient of Days took his seat, and his clothing was as white as snow. The hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was ablaze with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. Um, it's also used to describe the clothing or the skin of other beings. Here it describes an angel's clothing in Matthew 8, 28, verse 3. His appearance was like lightning. His clothes were white as snow. It's also sometimes used to describe the pigment of a, uh, in this case, a pale-skinned prince. In Lamentations 4, 7, it says, Their princes were brighter than snow and whiter than milk. Um, the description of snow is sometimes used in a negative sense in the Bible. It's not just all positive. For instance, people with leprosy, leprosy is mentioned numerous times, terrible neurological disease in the Bible. And um, it's often described multiple times as their spots of leprosy on their skin looks like spots like snow. In Numbers 12.10, for example, when the cloud lifted from above the tent, Miriam's skin was leprous. It became as white as 
snow. Uh, sometimes, and there's a lot of these references, their references in the Bible about snow are simply descriptions of snow. Like they're used very poetically and very descriptive, um, imaginative senses. Like in Proverbs 25, 13, it says, Like a snow-cold drink at harvest is a trustworthy messenger to the one who sends him. Just think about that when we pull a drink out of our refrigerator and it's cold and crisp and it's just so refreshing. They didn't have refrigeration. If they, they drank something cold, it was because they stuck it in snow or ice. And so they're like, like that. That's what it's like when someone, you send a message with somebody and you know it's going to get there. Proverbs twenty five thirteen says, um, oh, I just read that one. Sorry. Job 37, 6 says, God says to the snow, fall on the earth, and to the rain shower, be a mighty downpour. I like this very uh, poetic sense talking about God and his control of nature, and he tells the snow to fall on the earth. Uh, perhaps, though, the most well-known use of snow in Scripture, it, in a descriptive sense, is to compare and contrast what God's grace does to our sin. In Isaiah one eighteen, it says, Come now, let us settle the matter, says Yahweh. Though your sins are like scarlet, I shall make them as white as snow. Though they are as red as crimson, they shall be like wool. And I love snow. I mean, you probably picked up on that, that I'm doing this video and that I'm like giddy like a, a child missing a school day when it snows. But snow has this magical way of covering everything and making the whole world look new. And that's really what the good news we have in Jesus does, too, that he's the king and his kingdom is coming. And it's just going to it's going to cover over all the death and the disease and the war and the suffering. And it's just going to be like this clean, fresh start, like when snow falls um, because of his life and death and resurrection and ascension. We do not need to fear death. We can be like him. We can become like him. We can be with him. We can be about what he was doing when he was here, building his kingdom, acting as kingdom people, anticipating this kingdom that's here, but not fully yet here. Because of Jesus, my sins are washed away and I can do all these things. I can know him. I can become like him. I can do what he did. Because of Jesus, my sins are washed away. What was red is now white. I am pure in his sight. And that's what the snow should remind us of it's yes it's fun to go out and play in it but there's something just magical or even mystical about a snowfall let it be a reminder that your sins are covered by the blood of jesus what was red is now white i hope during this snowstorm and ice storm you were able to stay inside enjoy watching it from a window and you were able to stay safe and warm and i look forward to continuing our series on idolatry next week thanks so much